Welcome to another edition of Focus on Alternatives, brought to you by ADISA, the Alternative and Direct Investment Securities Association. For more content like this, please visit the resource library at adisa.org. My name is Greg Maas. I'm your host today. I'm joined by Sean Hickam of Caliber Companies, and we're going to be talking middle market real estate. So, Sean, the audience is very familiar with middle market companies, mid-cap companies, you know, not large cap, not small cap. Um, but walk us through what is middle market real estate? Generally described, middle market real estate would be the asset size between five million and say 50 million, generally. Um, and in contrast to the much larger transactions that drive the upper market, if we'll use that delineation. Sure. Okay. So is it just size or is there also a geographic focus? So geographic focus is an important filter on middle market because you've got states that are inherently more growth driven, are friendlier to business than others. So if you think about geography, the middle market would be uh, a Kansas City, a Phoenix, uh, Dallas, Salt Lake City, as opposed to a Los Angeles, a Chicago, New York. So there's geographic positioning and then there's an inherent growth and ease of business filter that kind of resides along with that. So that's helpful. So that's size and scope, geography. Let's talk about being a middle market manager. And does that differ from being a, a, a different type of real estate manager? How does that work? Sure. I mean, it, it, there's a bunch of different um, contrasts available there. One is on the investment side. So if you are raising funds for a multi-billion dollar fund or capital for a multi-billion dollar fund, you're deploying capital in larger chunks. You can't deploy capital 5 million and 25 million or 50 million at a time. You've got to deploy it 500 million at a time. And so the strategies almost become clear because of the, stra I mean, the investment size. Um, the middle market is inherently more flexible. There's larger flow of deals um, and the structures are more nimble and I would say friendly. Okay. So the qualities of a middle market manager, I mean, what are those core things to make you successful in that sector? If you look at the larger side of the market and the managers that reside there, they mostly outsource the blocking and tackling, if you will, of transactional real estate. In most middle market managers, you're going to see a higher level of integration. Mm -hmm. You'll see them doing GC work or at least signing certs and having their thumb on projects at a higher, more intimate level than the bigger investors, the bigger managers. So I think that integration mitigates some risk because you've got more attention on more detail. So you just talked about mitigating risk. What about alpha? Is there more alpha available in the middle market? So if you're in a room and it's uh, you know the big guys, Carlisle, Apollo, KKR, and Blackstone, and they're all bidding on the same 500 or $1.4 billion package, there's an inherent mechanism that supports that process. But what it does is it erodes the cost basis availability. And when you put that into the recipe of investing, it makes a big difference. In the middle market, we don't have that, that scenario where we're bidding against each other. It's almost always relationship-driven, um, uh, real estate and, and geography expertise-driven, um, and there is less competition. So inherently, you have more alpha available uh, in the middle market than you would in the upper end of the market. I once heard a real estate entrepreneur say that in the real estate market, it's the only place where you can legally act on insider information. 
You can't do it in the public markets and the stock markets and things like that, but real estate, you can. Exactly. How, how does that factor into the middle market? Well, it goes to relationships and expertise. So it is true. Real estate is the only place that you can have all the insider information possible and not go to jail, right? Uh, if you're trading stocks or other investment vehicles, that's not the case. But the relationship basis that most middle market managers have with people in their community, with people in the state that they're serving, um, it's just an inherent difference. So final takeaways, final thoughts for the audience on investing in middle market real estate. I think if investors and advisors um, who are hopefully doing a good job for their investors, if they just take some time to explore the middle market, one, they'll realize that there's a great amount of opportunity um, and that there is um, a big difference in the way that their money gets invested. They've got to select managers that are well capitalized um, and have that relationship basis and that expertise basis in their business because that's how they have to execute. And so that's what advisors and investors should be looking for. Sean, thank you for walking us through real estate middle market. And thank you for watching another episode of Focus on Alternatives. Again, for more information, please visit adisa.org. Thank you.